language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. You're listening to Psycho Music Lyricology, a podcast where music touches the mind and heals the soul. I'm one of your co-hosts, a guy that doesn't know anything about hip-hop, Sheldon Moss, along with a dude that is always secure about his opinion, Michael Nelson. I don't know nothing about hip-hop either. And of course, the professor, Maurice Moss. What's up? What's up, fellas? What's going on, bro? You know, we got a lot of new music out now and... Uh, on another note, though, we want to just say we got a friend of the podcast back with us once again. He ain't know when to go home. I know, right? <laughs> he gonna he say I, I'm I'm, I'm be. We gotta group. give him a name though. <laughs> I was having fun. <laughs> right, right. MC Chazé. Yeah, yeah, we gotta what? give him a name. Or no, that's that's what. We can't. We can't. We can't. <laughs> no, I was just trying to put something out there. So. Well, we we can't call him uh, Daddy Rockstar. Somebody got that name already, but. Uh, daddy Rockstar. Yeah, yeah. Somebody has that name already, but uh, I guess we can reverse it. Rockstar Daddy. King, King of Rock. Rockstar King, Daddy. King Rockstar of Rock. Daddy. Rockstar Daddy. Okay. All right. You know, man. What's been up, Cuz? Not much, man. How you doing? You know, I can't believe you on here again, man. You know. And we've been talking about this for about thirty something episodes. <laughs> I'm coming. Better, better I'm coming. late than never, man. Call me. I'm better coming. late than never. Better late than never. You know. So. I just told you, put me on. He said, put me on. Don't that sound, don't that sound like a, a a rap dude? Put me on. Put me on. Yeah. Put yeah me just on. put me on. What's been up, man? What you been? You been listening to anything lately? Or you just been kind of in your own world, just chilling or what? Just in my own world, waiting on you to send me this uh, Brent Bjork so I can go ahead and listen oh, to that. All right, okay. all right, all right, all right. You got me. All right, cool. But that's gonna be that's gonna be your new music for brother, the next time you brothers hook up. always trying to get the hook up <laughs> <laughs> hey, you give it to me and i like it i'm gonna go oh i hear that i want to have my own copy i hear that remind me i you know i do have a cd to give you remember remind me to give it to you before okay. you leave yeah but uh what's up mike what's been happening with you man nah, i'm nothing man i feel you dog nothing 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 really nothing Really. I know cuz got something going on. He might not have nothing going no, on. No, I he, have he, some stuff. But uh, I, I, you just asked me what I what was going on. You didn't ask me. You didn't ask what he was listening to. Oh, okay, my to. bad. You gotta What's been right going on? What you been listening to? Questions you know. If you ask me. You know. Okay, what you what you been listening to, man? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> my contrary ass. Uh, you know what? The only thing I'm gonna I'm gonna mention really. We were talking about. Uh, I'm just gonna mention this album by a trumpet player named Christian Scott. Mm-hmm. It's called Stretch Music. It's the album is called Stretch Music. Right. And uh, um, Christian has come up a couple of times over the last few weeks, and uh, I wanted to hunt. I want. I, I wanted this album. I just wanted to talk about this one because it's it's kind of what we were talking about. He's like this futuristic throwback. Right. So he plays all of this swing trumpet, and it's always over all of this kind of house stuff and kind of mm-hmm. rock stuff. And um, I'm just going to do this. I'm not going to even talk about it. I'm just going to recommend that on your streaming service, you pull up uh, the album by Christian Scott. Christian Scott. And the album is called Stretch Music. I think you ought to check it out. Yeah, man, that's a good record, man. I've listened to it quite and, a few and, times. And I'm pretty sure that after you listen to Stretch Music, you're going to want to listen to some of his other stuff. Right. Because uh, he is uh, he is cut from the Miles Davis cloth, I would say. He's very experimental, so I like him a lot. Yeah, so, all right. Now that I've reclaimed my time, you can move on. Maury. <laughs> 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 all right. So, um... Uh, I listened to three or four things in anticipation of the, f- the shows that we were uh, going to do. One chick, um, shouldn't call her a chick, female, that uh, I was listening to is Georgia Smith. She was on um, uh, Drake's More Life album. She's out of England. She's got a solo album called Lost and Found. 
I think everybody in this room will probably really, really like it. Okay. She's got a really, really nice, cool vibe to her. I it's, listen. it's a really, really, really cool voice. All right. I might be, I might have to listen to this song again. I mean, listen to it again. I couldn't get past the first song. The first time I turned it on. Oh, really? She. It sounded like she was whining. Like, it was just like this. And, okay, let me admit She's something. She's got an A-Mill LaRue thing going okay, on. So, like what my mama said. It sounded like a stomach hurt. It sounded like a stomach hurt. <laughs> <laughs> She's thinking like a stomach hurt. <laughs> There's a little bit of kind of like that little groan. But that's that's her feeling the music, man. Okay, so She's feeling the music. I, uh, just, just, just to say that I was kind of it was kind of late i had kind of been doing a lot and i was like taking a shower and i popped it on and the first song i was like i gotta turn this off and then a couple of days later my cousin amy was like yo you you know she had put it on facebook this album is dope and then i saw that she had made it to npr tiny desk and so somebody's feeling her. So. She's good. I mean, and I didn't know Amy was feeling her. That's a good stamp of approval right there. So, I mean, she you got to push through, man. Okay. And timing is everything when you're listening to the music. Okay. A lot of times you can't listen to certain people when you're tired. Yeah. You got to listen to them like when you're like, I got a fresh head. I can, I'm open to it or whatever. Cause, but I like her. I mean, I think she had a good vibe to her. Okay. So she was really good. There were, there were several cuts on here that were like, Reminded me of what I would like to listen to if I were just the summertime and you're sitting out on the patio and you're having a drink and the sun's shining. It's, it's a good it's a good vibe album like that. Okay. So it's really good. Second album is um, Freeway. I don't know. You know Freeway? I, I, knew I, I just saw that. I didn't listen yeah. to it's it. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. It's really, really good. I take that back. I listened to the first song yesterday, the intro song. And I was like, oh, shit, this is Freeway. The whole I'm thing ready is to good. hear that. I'm the whole ready thing to hear is good. That. I see he's got a lot of good features on there, He's too. got a lot. I mean, and the features are not wasted. They're really good features. Uh, the Faith Evans feature is good. Mm-hmm. She's doing a good hook on it. The Jada Kiss is really good. Mm-hmm. Jada Kiss is Locks rhyming. can do no wrong. Yeah. And uh, the Uzi Vert. <laughs> 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 Uh, the Uzi Vert collaboration was good, but no, the 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 uh, the the uh, guest spots were good. The okay. guest spots are really really good. It's one of the, one of the uh, albums where I was listening to it. I'm like, oh, they didn't waste the guest spots because a lot of times you get these guest spots and kind of like, okay, well, they didn't do what they needed to do with that one. You just spend a lot of budget money for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Little Wayne one, but I mean, Little Wayne never messes up on when he does a guest spot. I'm sorry, Little Wayne. I, he drinks syrup and all that stuff, but he can rhyme. He yeah. can rhyme. Weezy I'm just sorry. Baby, he can rhyme. Please say the baby. You, I'm not you have mad. to acknowledge yeah. that he can rhyme. No, I'm, I I'm not mad. No, I don't. <laughs> you know, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> now, a friend of mine calls him the greatest rapper alive, like, uh-uh. which is bullshit. You no, know, I wouldn't say that. You know I'm <laughs> not going to play that game. <laughs> but he can rhyme. But yeah. Yeah. Shazay I, says no. You know what? Here's the thing. I, I, say, I say this about Weezy. I think as far as what passes for... Uh, good rap music for radio airplay. He's probably the best out there, radio wise. I'm just talking about what passes for good radio music. Okay, okay. He's probably I, the best out there I for can, that. I can, I can agree with yeah. you on that. Yeah. He has, to me, he has wordplay. He can that do it. never, that never. I never get uh, like he. He always he's very clever to me. I, I agree. He's extremely I clever. I like his word. He ain't in my top ten, but he's I something. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> Weezy something. F baby, please say the baby. Uh, I like. I died. You know. I I I don't know that I've. Uh, he's one of those. He's one of those rappers that I would say. Um, he doesn't have. He doesn't. He doesn't show up weak on most of the rhyming that yeah. he does. Yeah. yeah. So he was good. So I mean, this album is worth a listen. Uh, you can um, he it's 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 grown man hip hop. Freeway is bad. He's gone through some stuff. He's got kidney issues. He got health issues. Yeah. <laughs> so some, I mean, he got some expensive jeans. He got he got he, he's on <laughs> he's he's on dialysis and okay. all kind of stuff. So I mean, he's gone through. And he's telling stories. One of the songs is called Blood Pressure. So, I mean, you know, he's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. I got that. So, um, 
Yeah, it's a good, you know, when we, we talk about the grown man hip hop, it's along those lines of how you talk about your life on the other side of it. You're not dead yet, but you have lived a life. And that's it. a lot of the content kind of centers around that kind of those kinds of topics. So it's really good. So cool. those are the two, Georgia Smith and Freeway. Cool. Cool, man. What you been listening to, Shell? Actually, man, uh, I've been watching Tiny Desk quite a bit. I, I feel like I'm so late in the game. I'm watching Tiny Desk since it's been out since, what, 08? It's been out for a minute. For a minute. So um, I just, one day I was just laying in the bed and I'm, let me check this one out. Then another one came on. There was this guy named um, Tom Mish, M I S C H. He kind of reminds you, Mike, of uh, uh, Ronnie Jordan. Guitar the guitar player. player okay where he blends hip-hop and jazz which they called it at the time he's like the pioneer one of the founding members of Aston jazz so this is a white guy out of a why did i have to say that because he is <laughs> <laughs> he's a white guy out of london okay which is where my man was from your man uh, ronnie jordan okay from there so he does this thing, you know, this blend of hip hop and a little jazz and, you know, got a little saxophone player and he plays a guitar. His voice is kind of a, uh, gives you the tone of like a Michael Franks, his tone of his voice. So it was actually, a, it was actually a really good show. Then I started listening to him I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, so I would say, hey, if you sitting on the patio, just throw it on or some people coming over to the house, just have it in the background. You know, it'd be like, oh, okay. This, this, Tom mm. Mish. Mm -hmm. M-I-S-C-H. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of what I had caught up on on a tiny disc because I just feel so lost sometimes when I look at it because it's been out for so long. It's just so much stuff that, you know, you, you just can't keep up with it. It's just. There's, I mean, anybody who says that they're up on music. <laughs> they don't. They don't know what's that. What's or, out there? But yeah. Yeah. Or they just straight up just lying or because they, you can, are they just <laughs> up on one or two things? You, there's no way you can be up on yeah. everything that's out there yeah. now because mm -hmm. you have people that are sitting at their house with a camera and their instrument and they putting out albums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're not putting out rinky dink albums. They putting out like music. Yeah. So I mean, you can't really. Uh, you can't say you up on the next new sound because the new sound is happening while you talking. While you talking about it, so yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. It's kind of fun you said it because as we were doing our last show, exactly the record came out. Ain't that crazy? That we were we were we were talking. What was the talk? We were talking about Prince and mm -hmm. uh, Paisley Park Records. We do that show. I'm driving on my way home. I'm looking for stuff to play and titles. Is oh, by the way, Jay Z and Beyonce got an album out. Go yeah. check it out. <laughs> you know <laughs> so to me just before you even get into the music just the 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 the, the arrogance the boldness of their whole marketing plan it's just i i i i just gotta bow down man i mean i i you know you gotta give them props man you can't not give them pro they not talk they ain't said nothing about an album they nothing. release an album in the middle of, of a, a tour, tour. Mm -hmm. so when in the middle of a tour. The, uh, so here's my tour story. So when they announced this tour, this one that they're on now, whatever it's called, my, my on the run to on the run to. Okay, so my my uh, coworkers, you know, unfortunately, I I sit in corporate bullpen, so I got <laughs> two or three people, two or three, four people around me, and you know, it's one young lady. Who swears Beyonce is her uh, best friend uh, was just like hyped, you know. She she's uh, not working. She's on two or three sites. We got her laptop, got a phone. Trying got, to get the tickets. She ready to get the tickets. Mm -hmm. All right. She got in to get the tickets. Mm -hmm. and she got an income tax check too. She bought three <laughs> tickets. Hold on. Cause you know they come around for income. Yeah. She bought. It was her, her and her two best friends. They were going. That's 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 they. That's the Beyonce tour crew. Uh huh. She bought three tickets for New Orleans. Cause she scrolled down and hit the wrong button, so she bought three tickets from New Orleans. And she said, "Oh, I'm such and such and such and such Mercedes Benz." I was like, "Mercedes." That's like. Yo, ain't no Mercedes, Mercedes There's no Mercedes Benz, Benz Center in and Dallas. And she was like, oh my God, I bought it's tickets in New, in New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. Okay. 
She called her best friend. Her best friend got online, got the three tickets at at uh, Jerry's World. So that that's just my funny story about that. Then a couple of minutes later, I get a phone call from my wife. The on the run tickets are on set for sale right now. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, ain't like you talking about Prince, or, you know, or shit like that. You talking about? I was like, oh, okay. Now, why did she call you? That doesn't even sound like, sounds like she know she knows you well enough to know that that's not going to so, incite any kind of right. whatever. So, I'm going to the concert now. I have. <laughs> you, you, so, now I'm going. Uh-huh. She went on and bought tickets. I was like, well, I mean. If so, you, basically, she was calling you to say, hey. Hey, I'm getting ready to buy we, these we tickets. We're going to this going concert. To the show. I'm just calling you to tell you <laughs> that I'm, yeah. You, you might as well get ready. <laughs> right, right. going. No plans at so this time. Right. I was like, okay, well, a couple of minutes later, she calls and says, okay, I got the tickets. Uh, I said, all right, whatever. You want to go? We can go. No big deal. But that that's my story about those those tickets. So, all right. And so the it's the two young ladies who are, they're both about 30 or around that age. They started talking. I just can't. Oh, another young lady comes over and she, they're talking about how they, oh, I got my Beyonce tickets. So this young lady was like, well, I'm not, uh, I don't want to go here. They, you know, ain't nothing new. I don't want to go, you know, see them. Because they don't have an album. Because it ain't Prince. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go see Prince. You don't need no album. If Prince you don't need on, no new album. If Prince go on a Purple Rain tour today, <laughs> it would sell out. <laughs> right. Would it not? It would sell out. <laughs> he could go on a Purple Rain tour today and it would sell out wherever yeah. he yeah. went. Yeah. When did he come back? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you will come, you will sell that shit out today. But anyway, um, so she was like, I'm not going to see blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to this week, the album comes out. She comes over and says, "Oh, I'm trying to find me a ticket now, because now she wants to go to the concert because there's new music on the on the scene." I was freaked out because I was like, "You're in the middle of a tour. You've already done this many dates, so because that was already can... sold out. Because she's not part of the 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 young lady who who needed new music. She's not part of the Beehive." No, because the Beehive don't need new music. They don't need new music. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they just need. They just need. They just beat. need Beyonce. <laughs> they, they just, just need, need for to say the tickets are on sale mm-hmm. and, and I mean, go find your rent money. Which is, go find your car note, which is <laughs> your tax check. Whatever you gonna feed your baby. Which go buy this. T- <laughs> much like the young lady who was like, you know, thinks that Beyonce is her best friend. So she yeah. was like, I don't care. She coming. I'm going to the concert. Right. Which is much kind of like you know. <laughs> Us and Prince, Prince, right, right? Us and Michael Jackson. If they coming, I'm going to see the show. Yeah. I don't give a damn. I'm just going. I'm just going. They, can, he, you know, they can come sing the uh, the the soundtrack to Sesame Street, and it'll be, you know, I'll be there. I'll be there. So, um, then I listen to this album. Uh, when you tweeted it out, or you sent us a message that mm-hmm, it was out, that, I listened yeah. to the first song, and I felt I, I literally felt like I had smoked a joint. I mean, summer. summer was like, yeah. I mean, you know, and then it took a couple of days before I got to it again, but I was looking forward to it just after summer. So I was looking forward to the album, too. I will say that I, I like the album. It's a good album. Uh, I was uh, telling Kevin before uh, another we did the last show that it is not as good as a Beyonce in the, uh, solo album or a Jay-Z solo album in that you don't get these, um, you don't get the experimentation with the music. Uh, Shazé has some, some something to say about 444, so <laughs> I'm sure he's not. <laughs> but I, I thought it was really good. But this album was, to me, it was like, okay, it was a good album with some standard beats. What I think they excelled at was really kind of wrapping up this story about their relationship. Because, you know, she told her story, then he told his story, now they're back together, and now they're talking about, okay, this is what we went through, this is our story, now these are the things that kept us together. We had we had good friends, we had a really good uh, supportive uh, 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 f- friendships to get us through this. Um, 
we have each other. We have these. We we are money making millionaires. We are bosses. You need to be a part of this. We don't let nobody starve around us. We all trying to get paid. We all trying to get paid, and we are in this ever evolving relationship. We still working on our relationship. So I like the I like the part of that that was in the songs. Now some of the songs had really good beats. And some of the songs had beats that I was just kind of like, okay. But what the content that they were talking about was was good to me. I liked the content. Well, that brings up a good question by you saying this because I ha- I haven't heard the album. But my question is, is that was this album more therapeutic or was it more great marketing? That's a really good question. To me, it's marketing. I mean, I think that I they still don't believe that they had all them fights. <laughs> I, I think Lemonade and 444 are bullshit. Well, you know. You look We need a like camera that. in here because you look like you literally getting ready to you get mad. up and yeah. drop the mic yeah. and walk off. Yeah, I, just, I, you know, I just can't see them airing <laughs> right, out all this right. shit like that. I just I can't see it. I feel like it's I feel like it is something <laughs> that they know the fans wanted. And they know that it is in the midst of a tour. It's going to be a seller for them. So yes, uh, this is this is a a a a really unique marketing tool. I think it's Better I think dropping Kanye's. it. I think <laughs> I think dropping it in the middle of a day in the middle of the day on a Saturday, on a random Saturday that has nothing to do with nothing, was all a part of their plan. I think it's like okay. Uh, yeah, we we are going to stop traffic yet again, and on top of that, I think that the re- I think what reinforces that is the first single off the album is Ape Shit, where they talk about hey, all we do is show up at places and people go ape shit. So that's that's what the song is about. <laughs> <laughs> the song is about we sell our concerts. We don't need to do. We don't need to kowtow to the Super Bowl because we wherever we show up. People gonna go there. I mean, this. I mean, they just they make it known that they are forced to be dealt with. So I feel like, yeah, it's definitely a marketing campaign. But I don't think that that. But I still think that. Uh, I, I I I I disagree with Mike, and I think that they they actually did go through the relationship challenges, and the things did happen. They're just using it to their advantage, right? I, I, I just think that they're using it all to their advantage okay. and, and making money off of it. All right. I mean, they're I, making lemonade, like yeah, she said. I, I mean, but they, I look at it like this: they, this is stuff that's probably happened between them so long ago, and they're like, Absolutely. they got together and they were like, you know what? We you know get what paid off great? of this. Yeah. We can, now we I can, can believe that more, and we can we can make an album. <laughs> You I make can an believe, album, I can I make believe an album. that more. Than I think it was the past. It, it, I agree with that. And this, I mean, this happened so long ago before they even, even had kids. Before, well, before, I don't think it was. I think it's the recent past. I mean, so you think? I, I even, I think probably there's some stuff recent past, and I think a lot of, a lot of the major stuff happened way, way, way back when they first got together. Because at this particular point in time now, if you're not over that. You you wouldn't be able to sing about it. Sing about you wouldn't be able to be together. <laughs> They'd be on you, stage. You wouldn't <laughs> be on tour, sitting up here, you know, grinding on Jay Z. Right, and he's right, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd yeah. be on stage like I can team in the yeah. band. Right, like, right, 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 right. <laughs> Is that all you got, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I, and I, I do I agree that. with that. I, I believe that because you know, I, I tell Maurice earlier. I said this is I can team. Yep, you did say I that. I said, this is Ike and Tina. And on but this is a smart Ike and Tina. Right, <laughs> because if the narcotics wouldn't have got into their relationship, this is what Ike and Tina would have been. They, and if they well, had no, used what happened to their advantage. Yeah, for, the, for their time. Yeah. But you know, Ike was crazy. So, But I'm going to say this. I'm sorry, y'all. Eating. No, I'm going to say this about <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> I, I, I disagree with you about the music. I think okay. the music was like really good from oh, okay. beginning to end. Okay. I really did enjoy it. Shockingly enough, I thought it was well produced music. Okay. And um sonically, um uh, I mean lyrically, I think it's probably some of their best work together. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been studying 
a lot in the last couple of weeks about community building. And this album just seemed like a whole theme. The whole theme of that whole album is like community building. Every know, every aspect of everything about building. it was yes. about you know I agree with relationships that. about family about absolutely business about friendship about absolutely you know just you yep. know socially and politically it was all all about community building and I think that's kind of the way it's going with them they are becoming like this uh, like this huge um, social movement in and of themselves mm, mm, you know mm, mm. the last concert with uh, coachella beyonce and coachella black band she just you know even her mother was talking about we talked about this did we not even her mother was like this is too black for me <laughs> you know? i don't know that we talked about that but, i don't know, you know that we talked about but you know what i'm saying but yeah and then how many how many rappers how many rappers are going to turn down the super bowl right Let's let's be real. Super Bowl, NFL come to Rick Ross. He taking NFL it. NFL come to Fifty Cent. Taking it. NFL go Make to Kanye. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. NFL going to Kanye. I mean, they're going, and he just straight up said, "Nah, you know, y'all can keep that shit." And and on, and let me emphasize the point that I don't care about coming to your Super Bowl by getting in the whitest museum in the world, the Louvre, and get me and my wife juking in front of the Mona Lisa and then <laughs> kneeling in front and kneeling in the video to show you we don't care about your NFL stance or Donald Trump stance or whatever. We going to keep on kneeling because we understand what kneeling is about. You don't have anything. You don't have any power over anything that we're doing. You don't have anything. And 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 what's interesting enough is, is that he even goes into that with his rhyme. Um, the one song where he actually talks about uh, your uh, damn, I can't remember the the actual lyric, but basically what he says is, "You coming after me now because I talk too much." Uh, but when I was selling narcotics, you didn't give a shit where I was. Right, 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 right. So now, I'm selling, now I'm the real danger. Now I'm a problem because I'm doing what you're saying, community building. Because now, because it matters to me that the people around me have money or not i want the people around me to be millionaires so right. i wrote i wrote i wrote that lyric down this is the first this was the best lyric i, I saw and it's on the it's on the song boss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he says i got a hundred million dollar crib three million watch all facts no cap false nigga you not a boss you got a boss niggas get jerked that shit hurts i take it personally niggas rather work for the man than to work with me just so they can't pretend they on my level, that shit is irking to me. Pride always goeth before fall, almost certainly. It's disturbing what I gross. Survey says you not even close. Everybody's bosses till it's time to pay for the office. Till them invoices separate the men from the boys over here. We measure success by how many people successful next to you. Here we say you broke if everybody gets broke except for you. Mm-hmm. And how many rappers, you know, even though I, I mean just music people in general, and we and 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 we kind of touched on it a little bit, Shazay, in the last show that we did, we were talking about selflessness right. of the artists. How many people even care now that the people around them are actually not not only do they not depend not dependent upon you, but they have their own. They have their own. They right. have their own. And 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 this is not new for Jay Z in the sense that I remember. Back some years ago, he had a couple of lyrics that caught my attention. And one of them was, Meek Mill, you rich for life. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Well, he ran down the list. Of, he ran down not a not list Meek of Meek people Mill. who had money. What's that other cat's name that's in his group? There's the 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 other guy who could never get a hit. Was it Beans? Nah. Um Oh, because he does make do a rhyme about Beanie Siegel. He, yeah. Like he said, uh. He says, uh, he's telling who all made millions. He said, 
He said Beans, Beans way yeah. if he wasn't in his feelings. Yes, it, yes, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he he talks about all of the people around him well, who's making money. Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of his sidekicks. He talks about his rich. I'm calling him a sidekick, and I probably shouldn't, but it might be Tata because uh, <laughs> no, but you know what? Because Tata gonna take care of his kids <laughs> if something happened to him. I think that's a dope. I mean, yeah, you know I what mean, I'm saying? I, we were talking about that before yeah, the show. Man. We were that's talking a, about that's some dope shit. Uh, who won't? Everybody, uh, I love what? to have a friend like I that. Had, but you know what? I had a conversation with my wife about that one time mm-hmm. just recently because of you know our daughter mm-hmm. and I just recently thought about that I said you know the thing that I could never be concerned about because I got friends like that mm-hmm. I, I I would never be worried about if something if I died tomorrow mm-hmm. I would never be worried about Michaela because of Moss because of the twins mm-hmm. because of Ray Love because sure I got I, I would I'm, I said Frida that shit don't even cross my mind right you know it, it just does not cross my mind because I know who my friends are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said mm-hmm. I just I said I know I said it ain't nothing in the world that she would ever need because well you know and then you know she got to play that game. You, you don't know if I said you know <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> See, you don't have thirty year relationships with folks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. she doesn't. And so you know to hear that to hear that mm-hmm. lyric, mm-hmm. you know just to hear it like mm-hmm. that. It's just like, and and it, it it gives me a lot of respect for where Jay Z is going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I you know you don't have to, you don't have to like his music so much. You don't have to do, but if he is who he purports to be in his lyrics, mm-hmm. then you have your next Muhammad Ali. You have your next Harabella Fonte. Oh yeah, you have for sure. You have the person sure. that's in that sphere. That is going to move the needle for the people socially and possibly economically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, know, just like in his in his song, you know, when you talk about that, he also said in a lyric, "I'm trying to help you get these brothers get out of jail too." He gave he money gave money to, to start a, a fund for a, a, a bail reform. Bail, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He said that in one of the songs. Oh, yeah. I mean, but he's been about that ever since the young man committed suicide. I mean, yeah. he's for real yeah. with about these things. Mm-hmm. He, he's very, I mean, and this is this is like the real stuff that anybody who was concerned about the community would actually be concerned about. People, you know, if you're concerned about the community, you're concerned about people who just end up in jail because they don't have any money. Like they can't meet bail. right, yeah. right, right, right. And that, that's why when when four 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 came out, and I remember having conversations with all these people, like you know Jay Z, he trying to tell you what to do, like blah blah blah, nah, 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 nah. um, <laughs> I was like, grow doing? up. I was like, grow up. I said, people evolve, right? You know, people change, right? Like he was like, he said, you know, what's better than throwing your strip club, strip club, the uh, money at the strip club? And he was like, your credit. Mm-hmm. And then, so a friend of mine uh, gets on social media and say, you know what's better than paying $250 for a Jay-Z ticket? Uh, credit. And he was trying to be funny like Jay-Z, you know. Mm-hmm. I said, but you just learned it. Mm-hmm. Real, yeah, yeah. You just, just you just yeah. got it. Right, you just got right. his concept that he's trying to get I over. Said, that's what he yeah. was trying to say. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to buy a ticket because he, 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 he ain't gonna be right. Right. Gonna be yeah, right. Because whether whether you buy a ticket or not, <laughs> I'm good. He's uh, in that same song. He said, "What's better than one billionaire? Two, two. Yeah, yeah. especially when they just." You know, I said, so you got it. You trying to, you know, make fun of him for saying it and mm-hmm. thinking that you're doing but something. But you actually but 100% you got it. agreement you on just what he's talking about. You yeah. just figured it out. But that's the thing about fans. Fans don't want to see their artists grow. They're, they want Absolutely to stay not. the same. Absolutely not. never want to see them get outside of that box. You know, you, you, know, you want my old shit, buy my old album. No. I mean, that that is just, that plays out for me my own, with my own fandom. You know, I have, you know, there are some artists who have moved on away from the stuff that I like and I don't get mad at it. I'm like, okay, you got to go to the next level. I'm going to buy your old stuff (laughs) and I'm going to listen to that Mm -hmm. and I'm going to let you make it until you come back around to something that I like again. And then I'm going to be good with you. But you always, you know, I'm still a fan. But I mean, you know, to, to say I'm, you know, I'm totally against you because you're evolving into something else. Which is, I mean, which is exactly what they're doing and which is exactly what this relationship thing is doing with them. And I I just wonder on a relationship level, are people 
do people have takeaways from them on a relationship level? I mean, I don't know if you should be, you shouldn't be taking uh, advice from Beyonce and Jay Z on your relationship, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what they they have been they have been very private. So here here's the takeaway: keep your shit to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I that's why I keep saying four 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 eliminates bullshit because <laughs> that ain't really how it went down. Yeah, ain't how it went down. <laughs> um, keep your shit to yourself in a relationship when you. All three of the four um, of us are married. Mm-hmm. The one thing that we probably have all learned is that when you fussing and fighting, the best thing to do is to keep that between y'all. Because the moment it gets out to somebody else, then it turns into something mm-hmm. else. Yes, mm-hmm. it turns into something else, and then uh, and then sometimes you can't recover from that something else. Mm-hmm. So you may as well whatever it is, keep that shit to yourself. So we know that they are very private people. And the other thing that I see from them, from from my stand, you know, from the the, the 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 thousand foot view is, they have each other's back regardless. Oh, that's yeah, that's the whatever for sure. you know. I, but that's the stamp, like you said, they should take from that. If you teamwork makes them, dream work, right? Right. Yeah. If you if 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 we ain't got to like each other all the time, no no two people in the world, if any that. I've had married people tell me that they, you know, we're we're always cool. That's bullshit. I, <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't love your mama all the time. And this I, is going to turn it into something else. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> a therapy session. But I'm being, you know, I'm, uh, trying, being to, real. I'm trying to be yeah, real, real about real. what I see between them. You're you know what I'm saying? It. Yes. But keep your shit, keep, keep your shit to yourself. Keep, keep the bullshit to yourself and just have each other's back. And to your point that you were making, when you ain't when you ain't crazy about that person, everybody don't need to know. Ain't right. ain't nobody. <laughs> everybody don't need to know that. <laughs> we ain't gonna like each other all the time. Everybody don't need to know. And that. And everybody don't need to know when you don't like each other. Yeah. It, it yeah. shit just happens. It's just all part of it. But you didn't marry anybody that you don't want to be with. I would hope you don't marry anybody you don't want to be with. And then there are there are struggles because yeah. that's human nature. And he said he has a he has a line in one of the songs. I I can't quote it uh, word for word where he talks about I'm not going to talk about her like she's an average chick. I'm not. She's not that. Right. She's on another level. I'm not. He actually says I'm not going to give her a whole name or she's not going to be one of my bitches. Yeah. Yeah. And then at mm-hmm. the end of it, he says her. You know, it's it's Beyonce. Yeah. You know. So it's like okay, whatever. Whatever this is, I'm not gonna ever disrespect what I got going on in my house. Or not in, and especially not in public. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not it. getting on the record and telling yeah. you, you, which know. is a lesson that a lot of people, male and female, should learn. Yeah, because don't respect your, don't disrespect your partner, your spouse like that. Not out loud. Because <laughs> it happens too much on social. Because because you can tell you it's yeah, stuff you, you can't recover much. from. Uh, yeah, stuff I, I only thing you can do on social media is talk positive. About your relationship, hey man. Outside of that, don't don't you don't mm-hmm. you die? Yeah, you don't want to go out mm-hmm. there with that. No, but uh, no, but but again, you know, the only thing I I I think you know specifically, I, and I said this, I just get community building out of this, mm. and it's just a lot of it's just a lot of, I mean it's, I mean to me it's just one of the, it's a thematic album in that sense, you know, and so now. I'm not so mad about going to see, you know, yeah, the on the run. I wouldn't mind seeing You them. know, I'm not. I'm not a huge. I, you know, the the. I'm not a huge. I I don't like. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a concert goer where I like arenas so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, the last the last arena concert I saw was. It was musicology. But it was in the round, so you know it was a little bit more intimate. It wasn't like he was way up there. Every right seat now. was a good seat, even if you were at the top. Exactly. exactly. So it was. Mm-hmm. He was kind of in the round, so it made. So I don't like arenas, and so I don't like. Well, I take that back. I saw Usher recently. Did you? Yeah, I saw Usher a couple of years ago. Oh, He's okay. good on stage. He's real good on stage. But you know, I'm just not into that. I'm not mm-hmm. into the the stadium. The, Mm-hmm. The stadium, no, I don't, stadium shows. Yeah, I need I need good music the and pyro. But the thing that yeah. I yeah, the thing I enjoy about Jay Z, one of the things that I like about Jay Z is that as a rapper, he doesn't use vocal tracks, 
and I hate going to rap concerts and you playing the 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 vocals and you mm-hmm. yelling over the top of your own vocals mm-hmm. and then I heard Jay-Z say this one time on a, I think it was the the 20th anniversary of uh, uh So So Deaf he said I don't use the vocals he said otherwise you could just put a picture of me and play the record I don't mm-hmm. need to be here mm-hmm. and I was like Yes, that's true. <laughs> Cause you know, I come from the golden era. I come from KRS-One. I come, you know, I Rock come M. from Daylight. I come from. They not gonna rhyme over they. They coming which they gonna rhyme. They it's them and a microphone and the audience and the audience yeah. and they gonna let Rhyming it go. Together, yeah. And if they can't remember the words, they gonna make up some on yeah. the spot. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I love about hip hop. So I am looking forward to that. And, you know, Beyonce might be this generation's Janet as far as uh, putting on stage shows, mm-hmm. you know. You don't want to give Beyonce her props, though. Why not? I ain't, a me- I ain't a member and of you know, the Beehive. Wait, 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 wait. You wait. said she might be this generation. She, I mean, she is a, I'm she just, is a no, 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 an no. entertainer. Oh, okay, so here's. here's she is a, she's a here, phenomenal so entertainer. Maybe I shouldn't have used the word might. <laughs> I shouldn't have used the word Mike. That's she. I don't want to I come just, off like a member of the Beehive, though. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I mean, you, but you, you, you sound like you buzzing over there. <laughs> I shouldn't have used the word Mike, but yes, I will agree. Beyonce is this generation's Janet. Okay, you know she puts on she she took she took the big Janet stuff. To the next level. Yes, she took Rhythm Nation and made Formation, and she went on to the next level. Yes, Formation is bigger than Rhythm Nation. Yes, and nothing really came before Rhythm Nation like that yeah. that I can yeah. think yeah. of from yeah. a from from a from a female artist. Right, right. So, right. I I'm I'm all in. I I you know, you know her voice still thin, but you know. <laughs> on that note, do you think she has longevity? Yeah. Oh yeah, she got. Yeah. You know, it was funny. It was a guy. She gonna have to. She gonna have to. Excuse me, Sheldon. Go I'm ahead. sorry. She gonna have to disappear from the scene for mm-hmm. like ten or twelve, ten years. She gonna have to do something like, like she have movies to just, and not do. She have to. No, she and no. No, leave. I'm just, talking about leave. Mm-hmm. She gonna have to go to jail like Lil Kim or something, and that's <laughs> the only back. way she gonna leave. You know, lose. You know, she gonna lose her fans. These. I mean, literally, I'm I'm not lying to you when I tell you my coworker thinks that Beyonce is her best friend. <laughs> I am not. They, they literally they think died like in the that. Yeah, yeah, they literally think like that. Like you know, they see Beyonce on a picture or something. It's like, oh, I picked out those shoes. She got. I mean, they literally feel like that about her. And I, you know, I get it to an extent because you know I thought I was Morris Day. So, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely some longevity there, and they're gonna make sure that they have longevity, both of them. It's in their individual pro- uh, projects. I think they 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 foster longevity in the way that they approach their music because they don't do. I guess that's what I really want to say about this album. It seemed more. Uh, it seemed more. Uh, um, what do I want to say? It was more. Uh, it's more uh, greedy. No, I mean as far as the beats, it's more of what's hot right just now. Simple. Yeah. It's more it's more of what's it's hot a, right now. It's a now. trap album. Yeah, just it's about. it's more of what's yeah. hot right now. And I'm just kinda like, okay, they don't do that on their individual stuff. On right. their individual stuff, they do okay, this is the kind of music that I wanna do. It's innovative, it's gonna inspire, whatever. This is a this is a for the masses kind of trap album from a musical standpoint mm, which yeah. doesn't make it bad it's just no, it's no. just very it's very uh with the times to me and, and to go back to your question i was just thinking uh 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 your wife when we were talking about the show she said you know she turned up her nose when we were talking about beyonce. <laughs> i'll wait till you say that too no but here's yeah. the reason what go she ahead. said here's what she said she said beyonce got raunchy you know she kind of got raunchy and she, you know, she cusses a lot and she's talking crazy mm-hmm. on these albums, these last couple of albums. She on Lemonade and mm-hmm. then on this one, you know, mm-hmm. she she basically said fuck you a couple of times mm-hmm. on this album. Mm-hmm. Uh literally said that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think I and and so the first thing that came to my mind was, well, she's not in the pop group Destiny's Child anymore. So she's off the leash. She doesn't have to have that, you mm-hmm. know, that that uh 
she's she's not being handled by marketers anymore because she can do what she wants to do because she got enough money in her pocket and enough followers and enough fans to you know kind of be who she wants to be mm-hmm. and say what she want to say. And I think that that I think that's her appeal. I think she just she has an appeal now where she's like, you know, yes, I'm sexy. Yes, I'm fine. I'm all of that. But I'm also a thinker. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm all you know, so you can you know, that the the whole thing for a while was get you a girl that can do both. Right. And I think she's kinda on you know, she's showing she's kinda teetering that. I'm sexy, I'm fine, I can wear all these clothes and I can look like this. But guess what? I, I can, can go all, to the White House too. I got, I, mean, a I got I got and a lot I can, of friends like that that are that are f- women and mm-hmm. they and they think Beyonce is the same way. They think that she's since she's become so big, she got really hood, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, you letting Houston come out of you mm-hmm. now since you uh, oh, got she south, well, uh, she H town, but see, <laughs> she called Erica out in the she, song. But yeah. I think she loses people. She loses people with that. Yeah. But I think that she gains a lot more with mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. because to me, the thing that I love about this album is I had to listen to uh, NPR uh, uh, walk around the word ape shit. And they have to describe all of these black things that are happening in these videos mm-hmm. that you would never hear on an NPR station. Right. So she's bringing blackness to the front door of the most conservative white media venues that we have, and and it, and it's hood. Yeah. But it's kind of like okay, well this is this is this is what real acceptance is about. It's not about a Harvard graduate that was the top of his class. That's not the real acceptance. The real acceptance is when you accept somebody from the hood. That's when you re- that's when you really really going to accept me when you take this person the, that came thing, straight out the hood. But the thing about it that makes people like my wife and other women in her age bracket is they have their little girls and they're like, I "Well, guess. Beyoncé yes. at first appealed to the the little girls mm-hmm. and everything. Yes. So now mm-hmm. they can't bring their little girls to Beyonce, because they're like, well, no, she doesn't appeal to them. You know, here she is talking about ape shit, and, and she may not necessarily want them to she's appeal. She's wearing to this her, tight yeah. onesie, and they're like, yeah, yeah I, I don't know if I want my yeah, little yeah, girl to be yeah, watching. I don't, her. I don't, I don't, I see. And my wife and I are going to have issues, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have a problem with Beyonce. I, I, I with her, with her, with the persona that she's putting out at this point. She's not for little girls. Right. She never she, was. So the whole point, the I mean, even even Destiny's Child, their first hit was Say My Name. Uh, right. Bills, Bills, Bills. 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 Right. So she was never a little girl. So right. nobody should have been, to me, nobody should have been putting their little girl, the Beyonce up as something for their little girl to look at in the first place. But as an evol- as an evolve as an evolved person, to see her where she is, I those are the kinds of people that I respect more than the Harvard grad. And to the, the Taylor, and the Taylor that, Swifts. To the extent that, yeah, <laughs> right. what I'm saying is to the extent that you, uh, uh, I mean, it's a great thing, but most, uh, half of the Harvard grads that are black started out in a place where they were going to be Harvard grads. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. They they Jack and Jill out. You know what I'm saying? They were gonna be that mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. When you and then they have a false sense of who they are in the sense that, you know, I'm accepted because I've always lived in the suburbs. I've always blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. They have that thing going. You know. And so when they graduate and they get into the real world and they first get the and they and and they get their uh, black card checked. <laughs> <laughs> They get their black card checked for the first time. They yeah. go, oh, wait, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas you get somebody from the hood that'll send it to the Harvard, the, to the Harvard level, you know, they still, they still understand the, the, the difference. Mm-hmm. My daughter is never going to see hood the way I saw hood, but I never saw hood the way my mama saw hood. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's going but to be. I, the I see both of these, though. I, I but, see both of these. I see both of these challenges with that, because I do believe that there was a time where Beyonce was this uh, archetype for the black woman that black women wanted their daughters to, at some point, 
ascribe to. They wanted them to aspire to that. But and and she left room for that in her persona. But right. now there's no room for it because she's like. When did she leave room for? Well, it was I mean, bootylicious. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, when did she leave room for it? Yeah, well, I, you're, 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 yeah. You know, well, I mean, they put the three men in the ta- on the on the chairs yeah, at the war show. But and see, I'm on what what was the song? But see, that, I know what you're talking, you know talking about. But, but the way that the, the way that fans look at that is that that's their private life that they're talking about. But she's still in a private life. But but the thing is when they performed on stage they still wore outfits that were tasteful they still were and, modest right yeah, yeah, and yeah. just like now you know you she can got still her see ty- her ass her ty- <laughs> but, but now it might have been modest but you got, know she had she got her tight onesie with her with her butt cheeks hanging yeah, out so yeah, it's, yeah, so it's just it's just looked at that way i feel whereas you. i feel you. but the thing is to your point i respect the fact that she that she grew up and she's like, well, you know, my fans need to grow up with me. Whereas yeah. you have someone like Sheldon said, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift, who is sitting here like, oh, I'm so hurt. This guy hurt me. No, everybody is not breaking up with Swift? you. This is all on you. There's a, there's a common people, denominator it takes two in, in, people in these to break relationships that you're having, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's you. Yeah, yeah, Everybody is not just leaving you. Yeah. Maybe you. Accountability. Are the there's some accountability. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I. I feel what you're saying. I mean, I feel what you're saying. But I feel what you're saying, Mike. Yeah, I, I really feel do. what you're saying. I feel. I do. I, I get you. But I, you know, because she been, I, I think she's that, been bootylicious for a long yeah, time. I mean, you know, man. they, they, they never not played up that sex yes. thing with her. So, and I, and I have a cousin who has a, a daughter, and when they came over for the holidays, you know, we all sit around and watch TV, and Beyonce came on. This was years ago. He was like, whoop, and just scooped her right up. This was long before the Are lemonade or whatever, because he was just kind of like, no, I'm not. My daughter ain't even see it, even mm-hmm. say my name, bootylicious, all of that. He wasn't mm-hmm. he wasn't having none of that. Mm-hmm. He was because it just wasn't it wasn't the image that he wanted her to have. But to me, I think that even her, she's been a good image throughout, if for nothing but for the evolution. The evolution to me is important. It's it's like, hey, you're not going to you're not going to come into the world fully formed and not make any mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you, and you, I think that that's the story that we all need to hear. That that's the that's the real story about what kids need to hear. They need to hear about your mistakes when you tell a story. Yeah, they need to hear about your mistakes you, as much as your right. as much you, as your accomplishments. You gotta be this, and you're gonna be that, and blah blah. Yeah, that ain't the real world. It's not. It's not the real world. You setting up people for failure. Yeah, yeah. You setting up children for failure when you say, oh hold this person in high esteem and then the minute they fall off the you know the the Absolutely. The, the the pedestal then you go oh, you mad at just, them just, just yeah. tell them the truth yeah. from yeah, from the get go you yeah. mad at them mm-hmm. yeah when you, they really should have had you as a role model you should have been telling them yeah, yeah I, this and, is, and when you mess up you say you know what i fucked that up i messed that up yeah. i, I wasn't perfect all i the shouldn't time. have told you that i said the wrong thing when that happened and but you know i mean it's just like when you as parents you all know as a parent you should be telling your kids like you know what your faults are like absolutely i I grew up and i i did this when i was your age you know but that it that wasn't right for me to do and and let them know whereas you have like my mom (laughs) when i was younger she used to always tell me not to do certain things and then when i got older i found out that she did this stuff and i was like wait a minute hold up and i needed the whole story but i immediately went out and did the things that she Uh that she told me that she didn't do Uh and she was like she said well how'd you do that i said well i felt like you lied to me if you had just told me up front that you did these things, I would have made <laughs> right, 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 right. I was a bad word. You what? <laughs> Lying. Oh, that was a cut word. Yeah, yeah. man. Say telling a story. Mm. <laughs> man, because she was our grandmother. Man, she could cuss the best out. Boy, cuss at you laughing. <laughs> Make up some cuss words, some combinations on it. Yeah, but anyway, so final verdict: What you say? I liked it. It was a good album. 
I'm, I'm I'm all in. I think it was dope. I'm 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 I uh I must say, man, I listened to it. Uh, I got in the, in my truck one morning and I put it on and I just kept riding on it, mm-hmm. the entire CD. So you know, it's trap, as Kevin said earlier mm-hmm. on a previous show. It's trapped and it's uh something you can keep your head bouncing. It's thought provoking at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you there's know. a one of the lyrics I just thought about is she was uh because you know they they're going through some things right now with uh the courts. I don't know the full extent of what it is, but they're saying that title uh, manipulated the numbers for Jay, yeah. Beyonce, and Kanye. Mm-hmm. And one of the lyrics is in there. She was like, uh, "Uh huh." She's she basically like, "All right, but what about Spotify? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still doing the same numbers over there, so I don't run shit over there. Right, so what right, you talking right, about? Right, this right. ain't no family. Spotify ain't the family business." And then she basically <laughs> said, "Fuck you," you know? <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Is that right. what she said, literally. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. streaming yeah. services, yeah, Spotify. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I just brought that up. That's more of that community building thing to me. It's like, you know, like it's like when Jay said, you know, what I look like drinking whatever when Puff got Ciroc, you know. Right. So, I mean, you know. Right. If we all thought like that, if we got a microcosm of that, you know, it, 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 the community would change. Oh, yeah. Uh, astronomically. You know exponentially, what I, man. You know, you know what I've been, for. you know, since we sit here talking about wealth building and things of that nature, I would love to have someone to, and maybe we could try to figure out how to do this. A black-owned microphone company. <laughs> That's your thing. Huh? That's my thing. Man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how, how, I mean, little things that you see that you actually use on a daily basis in audio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody black on here. Mm-hmm. Can we get a sponsor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that. I mean that's how wealth building starts with with things like that. Yeah, with 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 very nondescript things Mm -hmm. like microphones and toilet paper and and tennis shoes and with Dr. Dre giving twenty million to an HBCU. No, versus versus somebody who already had high school. My point is, oh. <laughs> versus versus giving oh. it to somebody who already has a million dollar billion dollar endowment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I mean, hey, but man. the thing to your microphone thing mm-hmm. is that's not intriguing enough for black people to do. Yeah, to make microphones. They're like, no, nah, I don't want to make the microphone. I want to make. I want to make the music that's done on the microphone. I want to be heard more than be behind the scenes and see the money rolling. I mean, because when you look at Dre, I mean, you he got beats. You put beats out and every, everyone went crazy over. Mm-hmm. And these are headphones that, and forgive me, but they're not the best made. Oh, yeah. Mike, <laughs> Mike will tell you that. They, <laughs> you know, Mike but, will tell you that. You know, people went out and they bought them and it, it, it was a status symbol. Yeah. And and it, you saw people at the bus stop. Right. With Beats by Dre headphones right. on. You know, they... That they could have put a down payment on the car. <laughs> right. They, they spent $300 just to go get some Beats. Right. And then find out that the cord breaks and they got to pay $20 just to get a replacement right. cord for it. And it's like, What's okay, better really? than Beats headphones? Down payments on cars. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. But the, the whole wealth building conversation—that's mm-hmm. real. Yeah, that—that's yeah. real. That's real. And 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 I think that Jay Z is like, hey, you can get in on some of this action if you chill. Right. If you just come to the table and be for real with yours. Right. You know, I'll have everybody buying your microphones. Right. I'll have right. everybody using your whatever. Right. You got the, if you got the right. If you food, got it. Just yeah. bring it. Just, just bring it in. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. So hey, but you know what? We gonna at them. On this show, so we get us a microphone. Because right? <laughs> they all about wealth building and helping the community. Hey, hey we need some help around Hey, here. we friends too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you already said you were in the beehive. You messed that up. Oh, man. yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I represent all of them. <laughs> hey, we want to thank you all for listening to Two Psycho Music Lyricology. Hey, make sure you subscribe to, subscribe to us and rate us on. Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, ACAS, 
or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, as well as on Twitter at PsychoFellas. You can also check out the blog at PsychoMusicLyricology.com. We can be contacted at 469-606-9534 or email us at PsychoMusicLyricology at gmail.com. Until the next time, peace. Peace. peace.